Some of you might not know, but EJ is the owner of Drummer Boy Entertainment. It's a local recording studio here in Sarasota, Florida. You've had some amazing talent from Sarasota, not from Sarasota, world travelers, famous people, all of those in your studios. Tell me how you got that started. Um, basically, it was, it was um, out of the desire to kind of have a spot to, to work in myself um, mm -hmm. and I knew I needed to kind of get out of working in the house I mean I recorded some great records in the house so I yeah. don't I don't, um, I don't discount you know my my earlier beginnings but I knew I needed you know a spot that I can kind of you know still felt like home yeah but was able to kind of you know do some other things and have some people in recording that I didn't want in my home. Okay. You know? yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. You want you want to make sure yeah. that your home is a sacred place. Yes. And so um, we started the 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 studio and uh, we've been open since 2010. So wow. going on 11 years. 11 years, almost 12 years. Yeah. yeah congratulations. So thank you. Thank congratulations, you. Congratulations, man. It's, it's it's the biggest thing is giving people what they want. Um, and giving it to them in, in a way that they feel like you're, you're, you know, giving them a professional sound, professional um, atmosphere to work in, but also making them feel feel at home, feel feel comfortable. Um, because we're, all, we're 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 talking about people's creative arts, and um, when I'm a creative creative person myself, and so yeah. it's like some the vibe, the atmosphere has yeah. to be right for you for you for you to get your creative juices going for yeah. you to actually. Um, create, yeah. you know, and, and put those things that are kind of in your spirit out into the world. Um, and so that's what we strive for. I mean, I strive for that as an engineer and a producer and, and business owner and, um, and the engineers that, that, that work with me um, and partner with me. That's like what we strive for. We want to make everybody feel at home. We want to make sure that people have opportunities to express themselves in a non-judgmental environment because yeah. we all create differently we all have yeah. you know things that are um our you know what we may think is good or whatever and we don't need people kind of like you don't want to yes and you Judging don't want to create an artist yes yeah. you don't want to create an environment where you think you can't openly create because people are judging versus yeah. my job is not to judge my job is just to make sure it comes across nice you know yeah. to record it and so um that's how it all got started but i'm i'm i'm, I'm happy to where it is taking me some of the people i've uh, been able to, to 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 work with and um you know, life is good. Yeah. I, can't, I can't, can't complain at all. Now, that's not like your only uh, form of income or of entertainment. Like, you started throwing parties <laughs> that's locally. Where, yes, that's yeah. where it started. I mean, um, you know, uh, my partner and I, uh, Ronique Major Huntley, that is the way, that's how I pretty much built my studio. I built my studio off the parties that I threw. I was taking that money and saving it up for, for, for my studio, um, you know. And when I was playing gigs, you know, as a drummer, I'm still a drummer and a musician myself. I was, you know, kind of saving those funds up to, to, you know, open my own place, buy equipment and different things like that. And just, you know, doing other things that I knew would make me happy that was still in, in the kind of the musical realm. Mm -hmm. But I was able to do it with having like kind of a dual purpose in mind. You know, I, yeah. I love, love playing, love producing music, love writing, love you know, having events as far as, because I think people, black people especially, yeah. uh, African-American, I, th I think we need we need to be in environments and spaces where we can express ourselves uh, without judgment. Yeah. And we can express ourselves in a way that we uniquely uh, express ourselves without there being people telling you what you can't do or this is not your space. It's yeah. You know, what you, and so, you know, in working with a lot of different venues and, and a lot of different people in, in Sarasota, I realized sometimes the only way you can have that kind of control is that you do the event yourself, Self, you yeah. know, pay the people and, you know, say, hey, thank you for letting me use your space. But, you know, we're going to kind of control the atmosphere tonight. You OK, know? I feel you. You know, it's um, funny that you were talking about how you're a musician as well. You are a drummer, a percussionist, not yes. just a drummer. Yep. Um, can you explain the difference, or well, is there a I difference? I mean, there is a difference because uh, percussionists 
are, are musicians who play a variety of per- percussion instruments. Okay. Um, you know, xylophone, marimbas, you know, timpanis, um, other instruments. A, a, a drummer, in the sense of what we know as a yeah. as a as a drummer, mod- modern drummer, okay. is someone who's actually playing the drum set. So, yeah. um, I like playing the drum set, but I can also play other percussion instruments. Mm-hmm. But my real my real passion is really you know involving myself in in the drums because I just feel like that's where the heartbeat of the of the band is. Yeah. We, we kind of set the foundation yeah. for what's about to happen music musical wise with the band. Yeah, it does. And it is what you and the reason that I ask these is because your passion. When you started talking about those drums, like your eyes lit up. Like you could see and from that passion you were able to build Oh I love it. This I mean, this Yeah. I mean I think it's I, I love it from a from an aspect of um, I think in life in general, you have to have something that brings you joy. That's that's not external factors. Yeah. Like if, we're, if we're looking for joy, yeah, or happiness from external factors, someone else always controls that. Mm-hmm. They can control when they give it to you and when they withhold it from you. You know. Yeah. Um, but for music, drums, anything music related, it's like I will that myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I give myself permission to enjoy myself to play to you know to gain the joy from that myself yeah. nobody has to be around um i have a couple of drums that have drum set set up at the studio i used to have a drum set set up at home but i no longer have this the set set up at home but okay i could literally walk in the studio and if i don't have any clients in i can literally sit sit at the drums and kind of have my own moment you know yeah. what I'm saying? the moment of where I'm kind of in my thoughts, and sometimes I even use playing the drums to co- to collect myself, to yeah. actually have thoughts that are not even musical related, mm-hmm. because it becomes kind of like I'm doing it, but I don't have to put effort into doing it. Yeah. So I'm able to kind of let my 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 mind kind of flow, um, and think about other things, become creative. Yeah. You know? And it's one of my things that I do like when I when I am, um, kind of having creative droughts where okay. I may be in the studio working with someone and just the idea is not flowing. I know I can kind of just go sit at drums and if I play around a little bit more, some things On may come drums, to me. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. work it out. Yeah. You work it out. And so, and that's you know, that's instrument. my thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that is, that's dope. It's, um, it's beautiful to see the process in creating and how music in our community uh, beginning in the churches, in life, it has set us up for greatness and that love for it. How do you think we can bring more of the the arts, whether it is in music, through writing? How can we do more to get those kids, you know, that may not be exposed to it? I think um, any, any creative uh, expression, whether it's music, arts, writing, drama, theater yeah um i think it's important that we at least offer it mm-hmm. whether people gravitate to it or not but offer it because i think when you don't offer it they they look at it as something distant distant yeah if you offer it mm-hmm. they they look at it as oh i can do that and then and i think when kids young adults kids when they have an opportunity to 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 do something mm-hmm. um they see themselves as the same people that we listen to on the radio, or the same people we see in the music videos. You know, you yeah. you expose kids to um, to the recording arts, to songwriting, to, to poetry. They think that it's within their grasp. It's yeah, within, it's within their reach. They can do it, and they can do it. And I think um, sometimes, you know, as 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 a culture, sometimes we fail at that. You know, because it becomes. I don't want to buy my baby no drums. I don't want them loud drums in my house keeping me up all night. Mm-hmm. Let that baby keep you up all night. Because, <laughs> you know, like, I kept I kept my mom up all night, you know, playing drums. And my neighbors called the police on me. And, Ooh. you know, because we were making music in the red room and being all loud. But that actually was, like, the beginning of something great you know what i'm saying and they kind of knew how to let me just be Mm -hmm. because it was better than my neighbors calling the police on me because i'm breaking in their house that part you you know what i'm saying and so you know i i think we got to give those opportunities to to young people Mm -hmm. so they could express themselves because you never know who who we are 
dealing with and the greatness that are in, in them. In yeah. them. You know, yeah. we don't, we, you don't know. You, you don't just, know. you're trying to, and I think as adults, we kind of sometimes force our insecurities, our, our fears on our kids or yeah. on young people. Things we, we think it's impossible, so we kind of tell them, hey, maybe you need to do this but you need to have a plan B or maybe you need to do this and that and versus saying if you think you can be the next Beyonce go for it go for it you go know what I'm saying it. like yeah. I'm gonna support you the the whole way yeah it will take a lot of work yeah it will take a lot of dedication <laughs> but I'm gonna support you the whole way versus saying oh no nah, that ain't gonna happen that ain't gonna happen for you Pushing you know because yeah because because now you're saying that to a three-year-old you're saying that to a five-year-old mm. that they look at it, anything we say as being like it. You, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like they you know your son. Us. You say you say something to your son, he thinks that is what it, it is because yeah. mom said it. Mom, yeah. Ver, I'm saying so. Take that whole concept, but reinforce it in a positive way. That because mom said it, I know that's it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because dad said it, I know that's it. So yeah, you can be that. You can be whatever you want to be. You know, yeah. all I ask is that you do is. When we start on something, we start and we don't give up on it. Yeah. You know, unless you tell me, hey, mom, I no longer want to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep pushing for you as long as that's what you want to do. You yeah. know, and I and I get like sometimes kids don't even know what it takes to do something. Mm-hmm. And so the pushing that we push them to, they may see, think that we're pushing them a little too hard, but they don't know what it takes to to get it, to get to that, point. to get to that point. And so you got to do it you know i just think it's 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 so important yeah know? it is it's important um as parents and you have a lot you don't have any kids of your own right now no i don't not, have any kids of my own but i have a lot, lot of god, god, god kids and yeah. nieces and nephews and and i and i try to use that whole you know thing to keep myself um keep myself engaged with with kids because I, I realize um the, the biggest thing that my mother said to me when I was growing up is that she said, me and your father, we're not going to be able to, you may not receive everything you need to receive from us. Yeah. And so, but there may be somebody else that speaks into your life that you hear them just a little better than you hear your natural parents because you view them differently. Mm-hmm. You know, you you may have a, not a, a, not a lack of respect for your parents, but you have a different respect, respect. for them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so it may be something that, you know, some parents are saying to their kids that they won't hear it from their kids. But if I say it, I mean, the kids won't hear from their parents. But if I say it, they'll be like, well, Mr. EJ told me I can do this. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, and so for me, it's like, yo, that's 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 what's going to drive us forward. That's yeah. what's going to set the next generation up to pick up where we left off. Yeah. And to even do even more, you know, because we had, you know, some things that we felt, you know, we still grew up in a time where. We felt like race played a, a big issue it, of, yeah. of, of us not being able to sometimes have all of our dreams. Yeah. I think, you know, what a, this younger generation is, if we don't even, if we talk to them responsibly about race, but don't make it seem like it's going to hold them from getting their dreams. Yeah. That it's not a, it's not a holdback. It's a, hey, this realize you are, yeah, your blackness is your, is your power. Is you your know power. what I'm saying? It's, 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 it's what you can move. You can move in that if you know what power it is you know um so i think all of that all of that makes a makes a big a big difference in these kids lives we're just trying to change it trying to change lives that's literally we're trying to change life and it's funny because you i've i've known you for a while oh yeah i was was your best man he was was your husband's best man he was my husband i remember that day like it was yesterday yeah yeah yeah. we all were sweating like i was there I got my hubby in here with me tonight. <laughs> so it's just the reason I say that is because you've been out. I've known that you've done drum teams. You know, you've started these things in the community and you've laid a lot of seeds by doing those and in the work that you've done at West Coast Black Theater Troupe. You know, you I, I, I try. I mean, the, the biggest thing that that I could say um, is given given opportunity people can do anything yeah but if they don't have the opportunity they never know what they can do mm-hmm. and so my biggest thing is just, just give them the opportunity mm-hmm. they, they may not like the drum like 
I taught a lot of kids at Emily Booker Drumline for six, seven years, and some of them stuck with it, and some of them didn't. But some of it was it allowed me to have a relationship with them to encourage them to do their schoolwork, you know, yeah. because they want to go to Ms. DJ Drumline. So it's like, yo, I need you to get them hundreds. Yeah. I need you. I need you to make sure your your test score is looking right. I need you, to, you know, let. There's I certain need, expectations. Yes. There's you know, I, I, I need you to be good in Miss Gunderson class. I need you to be good in Miss Henry class. You know, I I need them. I need them to know that there's some accountability that I'm holding you accountable because you want to do this drum line that I'm doing. Now I'm mm-hmm. holding you accountable to do something else in, in school. And it worked. I mean, I, I still have these relationships where people come up to me and they be like, Miss EJ, you remember me? And I'm like, oh, girl, you're making me feel old. Like, you, me feel, you know, you know I'm, I'm yeah. like, I was doing that in my, and that was like my early, early 20s. Yeah, early you know, 20s, early, yeah. early 20s. And these kids are coming to me like, we say, you remember? I'm like, how old are you? And they're like, oh, I just graduated college. Like, oh my God. <laughs> I had you in third grade you know <laughs> and, grade, you know and so it's it's, it's uh, but it's, it's it's good because you know i i think it it always gives people i think for kids young adults we need expectation like yeah. if we know people are expecting something out of us we naturally behave in the way that they're expecting because they think if they don't behave in that way it's a disappointment and yeah. i think we can use that to the good you know like yeah. i expect you to do your homework and be great in school every day because when I see you, that's the first thing I'm gonna ask about. How you doing? How's your grades doing? How you, yeah. And and they start kind of expecting that of me. They be like, oh, Miss EJ gonna ask about my grades, so I need to be able to to say something. Yeah, to say something. I, I, you know, and, and he he not just gonna take my word. He gonna go back to the teacher and ask, you know, and ask the teacher. So it's like, you know, it, it helped build relationships. And I yeah. think I think everything in life is about relationships. It is. It's, it's literally about how you treat people in the relation that you have to people yeah and they end up doing stuff for you based on a relationship not yeah. not not necessarily based on if there's going to be an exchange of money not mm-hmm. based on if there's going to be an exchange of services it's that do i have a relationship with this person that if they ask me something will i say yes will i say yes you and know? that's and that is like that is it's so important like we you know what before we get into that we're gonna take a quick break y'all and I want to give a shout out to everybody that's watching on Facebook, to those that are listening online, to those that are listening at 107.5 FM in the city. Thank you guys for your support. Um, we will be right back because I got some more questions and we got a little longer to have this conversation. So thank you guys for tuning in to Soul of the Matter and we'll be right back. So jam out with us.
what's up what's up what's up hey y'all welcome back to soul of the matter with mel and my co-host d cole she not here y'all send my girl some energy um and we're back y'all i'm a little flustered because you know i just enjoy good conversation and having the good vibes and talking with family and friends man like people in our community that are doing amazing things and before we went on break uh we were been talking to my special guest tonight mr anton ej porter say hello hey hey glad to be here glad to be back yes and we're talking about you know just different works that we're doing and different things that are going on in the community and i want to give a shout out to Tonisha Benson in the Platinum Superstar Dance Factory. This week on Saturday, they held a show at the Manatee. Uh, what is the name of it? Performing Arts. Performing Arts Center, right? And those ladies, young, the tiny tots from the seniors, all did an amazing job. I want to give a shout out to Chantel. It was so much fun working with you guys and seeing the work that these young women are putting in, the training that they're getting. Uh, I got to see teamwork. Like the moms were back there. They did the makeups. They were did the outfits. Tonisha was like doing the set design. Her husband Cleve was working and doing the security. Like they had it was a village of those surrounding and i just I, I i love seeing that in play and seeing these girls when they got on stage and they just killed it like you could look in their faces we talked to them uh and did our little interviews like the whole experience was amazing so there are groups out here and i say this because there's groups there's people there's organizations that our kids can get involved in yep how how do you how do some of these parents find out about these things i think um it's very important for us to have a, a network yeah. of of where how we pass information so mm-hmm. um nor, normally in 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 black culture a lot of information is is, is passed through um and i know this may sound very cliche but Normally in black culture, a lot of information is passed at, at churches on, on Sundays, yeah. um, barbershops uh, on, on Saturdays or through the week, uh, salons for, mm-hmm. for, for women, nail salons, different things like that. But I think since we're now coming to this new digital era, digital age, social media age, that there need to be places where we can tap in and find out what's, what's, what's going on. Whether there be a, a black business kind of coalition Facebook page or whether there be a uh, NAACP type of Page, um, yeah. page or networking system mm-hmm. so people can find find out you know even even something you know more centered around like black arts and not just black arts but just arts, arts in, in general, general. Arts um in so general. that people can find out what programs are available for for kids whether it's mm-hmm. dancing acting singing uh theater uh poetry nights anything of that of that nature but we have to have the dialogue has to has to be there and and um there can be more than one a, a lot part, of a yeah. lot of times we, we we feel like by somebody starting something else and you already had it started that it becomes a direct threat or our competition i don't view other recording studios like that i yeah. view i view that we all have there's enough artists out here to go to different recording studios, and I may I may specialize in something that you don't do well, and vice versa. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And that I'm trying to send clients to my other recording studio friends. If I can't take a client, I'm you calling, calling somebody because yeah. I want them to go to somebody who I think can take care of them. Yeah, you know, yeah. um, because it's good, it's a good reflection on me, yeah. and hopefully um, my other counterparts will do the same same for me. Yeah. But I think giving youth and young adults uh opportunities we have to have somewhat of a of a network that we can tap tap into that you know you know hey if we're trying to do this hey search this search these because i think there's a lot of things out there that parents don't know how to get their kids involved in Mm -hmm. and not just parents with kids but young people don't know how to get their start in something because they're they're not asking the right questions they don't know who to ask and they're not asking the right right questions questions. right yeah and i think when you're not asking the right right questions you're 
kind of led to kind of do it with your own understanding. Mm -hmm. But if you really don't have an understanding about it, you kind of starting off backwards. Yeah, backwards, you, you know? Yeah, yeah, you, <laughs> it is. It's, and that's, that is the honest to goodness truth. And one thing, like, I, um, I know from experience is before I started this journey, me and you, I was doing, I was starting a blog, and yes. we sat down, and we had one of the dopest conversations, yeah. I think, down by the water, and we were just talking, and you said something that struck with me, and I've played that, that recording, like, a lot of times since even doing the radio, and you said, for an artist, you can try to do something outside of that field, but it never goes the way you want it to it never lasts in a little piece of you you start dying yeah. eventually and it's like a death and it's when you slow death. it's a slow death mm -hmm. it's a slow death so how important is it to really like that's some that's deep i i, I my personal opinion about all that is that um you have to pursue anything that you want in life like your life depends, depends on, it. on it you know yeah um it's it's so easy to to have your dreams and aspirations kind of smashed or squashed because first of all a lot of times um i hear a lot of people say uh keep your keep your moves secretly and don't let people know what you, what you, what you're doing I, I necessarily don't subscribe to that or believe in that oh, because wow. i believe if i talk it I speak it. I speak if it, I yeah. if I put it out there, there may be somebody who want to help me, but they don't know that's what I want to do. Yeah. So unless I put it out there and say, "Hey, my goal is within the next seven months, I want to move into a, a new recording facility. I have multiple rooms because I'm speaking. I'm putting uh -huh. it out there, yeah. right? Yeah. Because somebody could be listening on this broadcast who can help me achieve that. that goal. You yeah. know. So you know, keeping it all inside is not it's not always the best yeah. like you, you gotta share you gotta you gotta bring people into your world you yeah. have to be able to say hey this is what my goals this is what I'm, I'm 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 looking to do now people attach themselves to oh that's what he's looking to do because they could have a similar mm -hmm. dream similar goal similar aspiration um, aspiration and that becomes th their way of connecting with you yeah. and i and i always believe like we connect with things that our spirit connects to. Yeah. So, like, if it's something that's going on and my spirit really connects to that, I'm going to be about it. Like, yeah. that's going to be my thing. I'm, yeah. I'm going to support it. I'm going to try to find out as much as I can find out about it because now my spirit has connected to, to whatever that thing is that, that you want to do. So the conversation we were having about your, your blog, my spirit connected to it because I was like, those thoughts and ideas is, yeah. need to be out in the world, yeah. you know. And it's, there's enough other people out there who have their thoughts out there. Why not have yours out there as well? As well, you know, it is. It's it's important. But and there was one thing you said as far as in we have to be able to trust. How hard is that for most artists? It's it's hard to trust as an artist because first of all, um, the creative process is. A process that when you're creating sometimes you can't even trust yourself because you're not the one creating yeah. it mm. it's literally coming from, from other places yeah. so I don't know what the next four lines of this song is gonna be because I they haven't hit me yet yeah. you know and so I'm trying to I'm in a little bit of, of a place of not feeling sure about if it's gonna be a dope line and if it's five other people in the room watching me create this dope line that like how they gonna interpret How they gonna it? interpret you know, yeah. and it's like, yo, I just need y'all to be able to let me create with no expectation, with no judgment, because when it comes, I write it or I program it. After I listen to it a couple of times, I may change it, may tweak it a little bit. Okay, now it's what it's supposed it's to, to be. be. You, yeah. you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so that trust is 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 very important to have trust among the people who you're working with. Yeah. And trust among the people who you can who you're considering partnering with. Yeah. Because if if I can't trust you, I can't partner with, with you. Bottom line, online, and and how can we? I think our community or our generation is learning how to develop that trust. I think we are learning how to support each other. Whereas we're 
our generation is what happened after civil rights, but then crack. And I don't think we pay enough attention to the whole crack epidemic and what was going on during that time and what it did actually to our communities. Um, it really did a number on families. It did a number on addiction, mental health, illness, all of that. And this generation is trying to bounce back from that. So do you think we need to be more aware of some of these things? Or how do we better work I think awareness, awareness begins with self-evaluations. Mm. Looking at yourself. Yeah. And deciding that you want to, you want to, I want to get out of me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. You can get caught up in your own head and caught up in what's going on in your life every day that you're not even aware that somebody is in a a, a, a place in more desperate need than you, you. right? Mm, because yeah. you're you're yeah. you're concerned and caught up in what's going on in your life, right? Yeah. Um, but I think when we when we become more aware of the community is bigger than just me, mm -hmm. my problems are not the only problems that are that are out there, and maybe. If I help someone else solve their problem, they'll help me solve my, my problem, right? Yeah. Um, and I just think, you know, for the whole drug thing, I just think it's 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 sad that we have made um, drugs and the glorification of drugs kind of the center of of, of urban music. Mm. And I, I understand that's a lifestyle for for some people. So yeah. if you're talking about you know, I came from cooking up the crack in the kitchen to now I'm successful. Mm -hmm. Great, you're telling the story, but some somebody somebody didn't see the full story. Somebody mm -hmm. got caught up on cooking the, the crack dope. in the kitchen. In the right, kitchen, right? Yeah. They didn't get they didn't get the second part of the story of mm -hmm. I came from that, now I'm buying doing something you else. know, properties and I'm doing some other legal things. And so I think we gotta in telling the story, we gotta make sure that people understand the full story. The full that hey, don't glorify the part that I was telling you I came from because I'm, mm -hmm. I'm coming from that. So yeah. apparently I didn't want to stay there. Yeah. You know, and I'm trying to go to new things. And I think, you know, a lot of artists, and I, like I said, I have no judgment. You know, I get a lot of artists that come in. That's the only thing they want to rap about. And I'm like, bro, you got to tell a You have to tell a better story. You have to tell a story that's, first of all, true to you. Because mm, they, um, <laughs> they won't. Everybody ain't about that life. Everybody no. ain't cooking crack and they and they rapping about it, but they ain't cooking crack in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But they feel like telling that story becomes, yo, I'm gonna be hot because mm -hmm. I'm telling this story. Because somebody gonna make you somebody gonna make you live the life that you rap about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. all the time that that doesn't that doesn't become a good thing. You know what I'm saying? With yeah. street violence and different things of that nature. But I feel like just embrace who you are what what you are and i think if you do that people around you will will embrace um how genuine of a person that you are and whatever your life goals are your your things that you've experienced in life that wasn't wasn't the best but people will be like yo I, I i feel where he came from and i'm i'm liking that you know all of it doesn't sound like we're just like stuck in a in a stuck in a rut or right. stuck in like negativity like I, yeah. I i don't care about hearing like the the songs that always talk about the pain and stroke like yo i want to hear something that else. brings me out that yeah. make that make me feel like there's a a better way mm -hmm. you know that there's a way that i can really get it without always somehow i had to get it out the mud like come on like it's, it's, it's time it's, for our generation yeah. to speak up because some of us, our parents, might have gotten it out the mud, yeah. but they gave us a nice home. So and that, you, and that's, that's you're, you're in a garden now. Yes. So it's not the mud; you're in a garden. But you still got to tend to the to the to the flowers, to the garden, right? You yep. got to tend to the garden. You got to so, tend so, to the garden. So you know, or it's the difference of like you said. Our parents got out of the mud, but now we got these orange trees, right? Yeah. And all you got to do is pick the oranges. Pick, that's no, it. Nobody ain't asking you to plant no more. Uh -uh. We just saying, hey, <laughs> when, the, when, the, when the fruit is ripe, just yeah. pick the oranges off the tree and take the oranges to the market to sell. The you know sale. what I'm saying? And so now that's your story. So I, I feel like if we can kind of like build this whole new thing of how do, how do we tell our stories in a more creative way? Mm in a more positive way yeah. and in a way that inspires and uplifts 
others. So our story becomes something that they look they look to in a positive way versus our story versus our story being something they look at be like, no, you know, he got the gun, he got the crack, he, you know, like, yeah. and now their story is repeating the part of our story that we didn't want repeated, Mm-mm. you know? But, and this is what kills me with a lot of it is because they assume because it's urban music or because you grew up in a neighborhood, in a certain type of neighborhood, that that was your experience as well. No. All, not all of us who grew I, up I, in I grew the up, inner city. I, I, I grew up Thank you. In, in Newtown on uh-huh. 29th Street, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. my experience... On 29th, even though people were selling drugs, drugs on 27th Street, two blocks, I rolled my big wheel down <laughs> the Moore's grocery store. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. me and my brother rolled our big wheels down the Moore's grocery store to get the Laffy yeah. Taffies and all that. And it was people doing some things, some illegal things, you know, down there. But that wasn't my experience. experience. So, so I can't just embrace, oh, because I grew up in Newtown on 29th Street, that... Man, I was out there. I was out there hustling. I was mm-hmm. out there slinging that. No, I wasn't. You I was were? going. To, I was going to Bible study in Sunday school. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I was around it. I was. I was around it, but wasn't in, in it. it. Right? It's and different. So, it's and, different. and it's a lot of those stories, man. It's a, I, I get it. I, yeah. It's a lot of those stories, and I try yeah. to tell you, like, yo, mate, you got to make your story believable, mm-hmm. and your story has to be true. If your story is dope, believable, and true. Oh, people gonna rock with it because it's it's, it's, it's you. really your story. It's you know really what I'm saying? You. Like people rock with me, and I still don't have to have the story of I got out the. I'm not. I can't even front. Like, <laughs> that's my story. It's not. You, you, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. But it's you, okay. But, but it's I think okay. once you embrace like who you are, and people see that you really embrace it, mm-hmm. they be like, "Yo, I'm. I may not can relate, but what I can attest is." That's who that dude been his All whole life. life. And so it becomes, oh, he's a real one because he's telling his it's true truth. story. Yep. Yes. And and they get it. I think people get it confused. Like a real one has to be like this ride or die or, you know, this yeah. different, you know, like I got to be, be real, real ignorant sometimes, you know. That's how it we is, can't man. Use, that's, But that's not being real to yourself. Nope being real to yourself that is what being real is that is where the creativity lies that is where you stand out when you that, that's are where you're at your you, best, at your you're, best. You're, you're, you're literally at your best self when you're being your your most authentic self so and even with being your most authentic self doesn't mean it stops there so your most authentic self at 17 may not be your most authentic self at 25. Mm. You've had some life yeah. experiences. You've had some education. You had some different things that have helped you view life and shape your your world a little differently than you were at 17. Doesn't mean that you know I'm not real. It means that I experienced some things at 17. I came into the awareness of of some education or some other moments that have helped shape my life, some deeper conversations with Mm -hmm. people that helped shape my life. And now I view things differently at 25. I view things differently at 35. I view things differently at 45. I mean, that is what it's supposed to be. Like none of us are supposed to stay the same. No, like if you're stagnant, yeah, if you're stagnant, I don't want to be wrong. I don't care if you was like childhood friend, but if, (laughs) if, if, if it's a part where I look and say, I've matured and grown in some places that you haven't, then it's like, okay, I have two choices. Use my experiences and my growth to help pull you mm-hmm. up, to help you have some experiences and some growth, or I have to separate myself because eventually you're going to pull me back. Down. Yep. You're going to pull me back down. And, and knowing knowing that, knowing those, those who those friends are is a part of life. That's why you go through a lot of times the hurts, the disappointments, whatever those things are, is to make you better. You know, people come in life to for lessons and for seasons, and it's up to us sometimes to choose what they are. What and, they and, are. And, 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 and I'm a very firm believer that um, people who we meet and come in contact with, it was for, it's, there, it's for a reason. For a reason. It's, it's that we, we, we either... We either are giving something to them. They needed to meet us because they needed to encounter who Mel is, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and they needed your light to shine in their life. They needed some inspiration that you had. Yeah. Or you met them because you needed something that they had. Yeah. You know, you needed the lesson mm-hmm. from who they who they were. Yeah. Or 
you needed each other and that you're going to be lifelong friends and lifelong motivators um and i have a lot of people like that in in, in my life you know your husband is like that like yeah. you know that dude motivates me and i you know he, <laughs> no seriously because yeah. i know if i know if i'm stumped on something i know he has the mind to find answers and yeah. sometimes i'm lazy i'm gonna be honest with you sometimes <laughs> i don't want to find I, i'm lazy because yeah. i'm trying to get to the I'm I'm a visionary, so right, so I'm trying to get to the I'm trying to get to the to the vision, vision, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. But sometimes getting to the vision requires us to have people who will give us the answers to get to the vision, and so, I, but I have to be able to rely on those people because he's the path to the vision, right? To the vision. And yeah. sometimes I know I get lazy, and I be like, Gerard, I don't. Uh, how you get this to do this? How you get this to do this? And he'll send me links and search and come over to the studio and blah blah. And he does, and I be like, great. That was the key I needed to get to to the vision, you to know. The vision, and yeah. so we gotta kind of always treat people in our lives like in one of those three aspects that we're learning from them, they're learning from us, or we're learning from each other each other you know to get to where we need to go yeah definitely well ej thank you thank you so much for coming through tonight for sharing us sharing with us and talking with me it's a question i like asking what do you think is the soul of the matter to our community soul of the matter to our community is connecting to me it's mm -hmm. connecting it's i connecting. i think if we stripped everything down to one thing that helped all of us get there, I don't necessarily want to tie it to resources because I still think resources without connectivity yeah. is nothing. Yeah. So I think it's connecting. It's, it's allowing ourselves to take off the facade of, I want to do it on my own because none of us, none of us, do it we don't do it alone, right? <laughs> we don't. We don't yeah. get there alone. So taking off that whole facade of, you know, I want to do it by myself and and really connecting with others, like-minded people, people who have the same goals and aspirations, people who may not have the same goals or aspirations, but people who you can give some of your goals and some of your aspirations or inspire them to have their own goals and aspirations and just connecting with others. I think if, if, we, if we did that on a daily basis as much as we um, party, and enjoy each other and socialize, but actually have some deeper connections, Mentions. you know, versus yeah. just the exchanging of services and actually have some conversations. Like, that's why I like your show, because I feel like we're missing conversations. Definitely. We're dancing, we're partying, you know, I'm guilty. I was doing the same thing, you know, but having some conversations like what 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 how do we move ourselves forward let's have the fun let's do it let's do it <laughs> but but how now do we connect and move ourselves forward so that it brings all of us to a different awareness definitely. and i think once we bring ourselves to to awareness you know we're there you know we what I'm we're definitely there um we got a question from sure. someone he wants to know from john to money walker hey he says, what is the vision for the next generation? Is his question. He wants to know what is the vision. Um, I think someone from the next generation has to define their own vision. Because mm. what happens is if we start defining the vision for the next generation, they're going to buck against it because it's not that their vision. Their gen yeah. You're right? Yeah. So I think someone yeah. from their generation has to define a vision, but also someone from their generation has to sit with with our generation so they can see how to move their vision forward you know yeah what that looks like and hey i want to give a shout out uh donette said she was like change begins with conversations and that's right, right. that's right and tita i want to girl give you a shout out thank you like this weekend y'all was amazing i gotta say it was um i got to hit the west coast black theater troop stage and that was like ah i did it but Next time, next time. So y'all, um, thank you so much. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you to EJ. You got any shout outs? Um, I, I'm just always grateful for the opportunity to be able to, to, to share. And um, my biggest shout out is to other entrepreneurs, other people who are trying to do it like me. Artists, yeah. singers, musicians, don't give up. Don't get discouraged you can get you know sad about you don't think your career and life is moving fast enough 
but don't give up it's all right to be discouraged but don't give up because i think when you give up you are allowing the discouragement and you're allowing allowing all the negativity to finally pull you out the game and mm-hmm. i think if you just stay have the moments that you that you feel discouraged but also like i said with connection have people you can talk to and call up and be like yo i'm feeling discouraged because sometimes we just need to hear our friend or somebody else who we may look up to to say oh i went through that and i came out of it you know what i'm saying like <laughs> yeah, oh oh yeah. yeah that happened to me when i was making my first record that i, I fell into like a writing slump oh mm-hmm. this is the way i pulled myself out of or hey we just came out of pandemic. Ain't none of y'all doing no shows right now. So we 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 all we all kind of discouraged because our Cause show money ain't looking like how it used you, to be. But yeah. yo, we gonna come out this thing, right? And so I right. think you know for, for for artists and and young people, musicians, any anything creative where you can feel discouraged, it is okay to feel discouraged. I will never tell somebody it's not okay. It's okay to feel discouraged. Just don't give up. Don't give up. Keep pushing. There we go. There we go, y'all. Thank you. Man, this has been an... I hope y'all been enjoying it. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to 107.5 The Vibe and Soul of the Matter with Mel. And shout out to my girl D-Cole, Church Easy, DJ Big Dog, he on vacation, um, enjoying life. Uh, Miss Rhonda, thank you for tuning in. I love you, Sarasota941, Bradenton, Palmetto, North Point. All of it. All of it. Coming for you too, St. Pete. Love you guys. Um, love on each other. Let's change the world. Let's have those dope conversations. Let's let's be those changers so our kids and they'll know how to do their vision. Peace out, y'all. Thank you.